It's the Chopping It Up Episode 5 of the Chopping It Up podcast. My name is Noah Filipiak. I am tired and grumpy today. And I'm here with my co-host, Tyler St. Clair. What, what are you today, Tyler? Well, I'm tired and grumpy um, 347 days of the year. So I'm tired and grumpy as well. So, yeah. um, what makes, what, What's special about those other days? Uh, what is that, 13 days or no, 18 days? Why are you not grumpy those other 18 days? <laughs> um, pure coincidence, probably. <laughs> Black history. Black, Black history, <laughs> there we go. Nice. Lift every voice and sing. <laughs> I, 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 I like how they, they gave they gave Black, Black the shortest month of the year. Well, for Black there's Black. that. Well, which day? Look at which that. month only has 28 days in it? <laughs> That's right. Whites get we have eleven. We they give a white eleven history months. We, we get right. all the other. <laughs> exactly. Well, you have more history than we do. That, that's true. Well, most of that time <laughs> they took our history. American United States law uh, legally had you guys as animals or well, three fifths of a person. So right. if you want to be technical, it, yes, that's the case. They didn't count that as history. So. <laughs> Back in but, school, man, know, I learned more about white people than black people. Hey, we're colorblind, so it doesn't, you know. Other, other than people. other than Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's forget all that stuff. We're, we're color, we're, we're colorblind. Let's forget all that. Oh, okay. It's all everyone's the same. We all have the same history. We all have the same experience. Stop. It's the same. Stop problem. creating a race. Stop. It's a. We're gonna talk about that today. Stop creating a race problem that doesn't exist. Um, I hope people can can hear us, man. Our our uh, we we lost one of our cores. We're gonna have to rebuy it. So if we sound terrible today, please uh, please bear with us. But I will give you a a uh, show preview right now of what we'll be doing. We'll be doing our rewind segment, and then we'll be talking trending today. We got a few different things in our our trending, uh, including. This was a month ago. Alfred Olango was shot and killed by police. He was unarmed uh, out in California. We'll talk about that in our trending section as well as a few other things. And then our topic of the day today, we're talking about the sort of the, I, I guess it's a quote. I brought it up a few weeks ago from Dabo Swinney, who's the coach of Clemson's football team. But you, but you do, you hear this a lot and it's an important thing for us to sort of dissect. It's that we don't have a race problem. We have a sin problem, and Jesus is the answer. So we'll talk about that. And then we will possibly interview Black Superman if we make it that far without all of us, you know, quitting on the podcast. And uh, I'm not sure what our topic of the day next week will be. It'll be uh, it w- we'll all be in suspense. So let's begin with our rewind of last episode. <laughs> My rewind is not actually from last episode, but two episodes ago. I'll, I'll go in the Wayback Machine. Here we we go. talked about our, 
our, our thumbs up, thumbs down of the Black Lives Matter movement. And the reason I bring this up is because I did a blog post on that. I, I put in our, our podcast audio and talked stop, about... Stop plugging your blog. I will. Get over yourself. Yeah. You, you just got to you know You white you know people are always trying to sell stuff. Always plugging oh, no, no. something. We had our 10-year church anniversary, right? So we're, we rent out the auditorium at the community college. We have Kyle, our producer, also known as K Lake, the hip hop star. Sweet, uh, sweet daddy so K Lake. He he gets up. We we sweet have him do daddy. a rap. We have him do a rap song. Obviously, we're worshiping Jesus. We're 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 in a church service. We're there for Jesus. Yeah. Kyle drops his song and says, "Just so you all know, that'll be on my upcoming album." <laughs> That's dropping here in a few weeks. Listen, what else do a rapper say after they're done performing? Just maybe uh, praise Jesus. Jesus. Maybe I love Jesus. Maybe let's all, all do that. Let's Even, all be all, here. No, for Jesus. Every rapper does that. <laughs> Come on, in the in the middle of a church service, he's he's so I can drop my blog all I want on this podcast. If you Kyle drop, is uh, you drop your blog everywhere. Well, I'm humble, so I don't. I'm not gonna plug myself because I'm a humble servant of Jesus. That's right. Kyle so. is selling his uh, his albums. He's like, if you buy this album, the Lord will 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 bless you. That's right, Mad Monster. <laughs> That's right, Mad Monster coming out October 25th, and you can order you it pre-ordered October 9th. Let's go. There it is. There it is. See that? Two points for wrong with that. <laughs> Speaking of my blog. Which Sorry. I was gonna mention the URL, but now I will because Tyler wants to hear it. It's at a crossroads.net. I was blogging on our episode back to the rewind machine of why. Hey, Kyle, tell your wife to stop texting you because it keeps it keeps beeping in my earphones. Oh, let me tell her. <laughs> let me tell her to be good. Um. And she keeps texting you these sweet nothings about, you know, how hot you are and all these things. I don't really want to I don't really want to read that as I'm using your laptop right now. So uh, this blog, I said that it was how it was where the Black Lives Matter movement lost me. I've been a, a big proponent of the movement as a movement, as I've talked about. And I basically just talked about our conversation about how the Black Lives Matter movement they're not against violence. And if you read their website, um, it would it would essentially say that they don't say they're for violence, but they say that they're against people that are against violence. <laughs> they're against peace. They're against the <laughs> idea that, that just that peace, peaceful protesting and things like that. So I got in this, um, I, I took a lot of heat from this guy on my, mm -hmm. my Facebook page. I was wondering what you guys thought of this, but he was... He was going back to Nat Turner. The, oh, Lord, who, who, have mercy. Yeah, at a sl slave revolt, but was saying that, <laughs> that violence necessary to bring about change, where uh, um, law enforcement in, in certain cities, I forget what city was, they said, we don't want another Ferguson on our hands. And so he was pointing out that the, the, the rioting in Ferguson, the, the burning, you know, what, all those sorts of things, that it, that it actually caused change because it made other cities not want that. That sometimes, he actually said that my, uh, so he, this guy's black and he's a very outspoken advocate of the Black Lives Matter movement. He said that, that my white privilege, or he, he didn't say white privilege, but he said my privilege 
it allows me to um, sort of sympathize with the oppressed until they rise up in violence, like Nat Turner, and he listed a few other examples, until they rise up in violence because of their oppression, and then my privilege allows me to not, um, no longer sympathize with them. And I still stand by that as a Christian, and this guy's a Christian, I just said, Oh Look, Lord, as, really? As, Good night. As, as Christians, we can't we can't be violent. Like that's Jesus says, turn the other cheek. Black Lives Matter specifically calls out Jesus, and they say we aren't going to do turn the other cheek policies like Jesus did. They they say that right on their website. So I just kind of wondered um, if you guys could could give your thoughts on that, as you know, black guys that are Christians um, <laughs> that, that that could maybe relate more with this this <laughs> Facebook friend of mine's perspective. No, I can't relate to that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't think we want to go on like a, a mass murder spree to no. bring about change. Well, he wasn't no. saying mass no. murder, but, you know, he's no. talking about rioting. He's talking no, about what, violence. What, what happened in that, Turner? They I took don't... the old boy out. <laughs> yeah, they I think he was either. I think he, I think he, correct me if I'm wrong, either he was beheaded, hung. I know, I think he was tortured, skinned. Um, they made it very painful for him. Yeah. So he got a movie out of it coming out of this Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we still talk about him today, but nothing changed. Actually, yeah. um, if I if I remember correctly reading somewhere, I can't remember exactly, but that actually was that actually began a, a, a harsh clampdown um by the slave owners and the um those in authority when that happened, they made it more difficult for slaves um, yeah. back in that day, um, yeah. as you can only imagine. Um, so I don't, it didn't necessarily, it, it certainly didn't end slavery. Um, him and everyone that was with him uh, suffered greatly for their rebellion. Yeah. So, uh, and in Ferguson, okay, so Ferguson, I, I was talking to, um, pastors and church planners in um, St. Louis area, Ferguson area. Ferguson is still reeling today. Mm-hmm. Fer- Ferguson mm-hmm. is still burned down. They did not gain anything mm-hmm. from that. So um, it, it, it causes conversation. It causes um, uh, may spark some some conversation, but that's all you get, man. Um, yeah. We we got nothing from the we got nothing from the L.A. riots with Rodney King. We got nothing from the riots. Man, I, I live in the area currently where the the '67 riots happened, Claremont mm-hmm. and uh, 12th Street, which is now Rosa Parks. This area is still burned down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that revolutionary uh, Malcolm X, by any means necessary. That joint, man, it, it 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 sounds good, but man, you we always lose the, the minority, you know, who is crying out for mm-hmm. um, attention and crying out for help. That is that that way it never works. It never yeah, works. I gotta agree, man. I I think that one of the things that we have to look at as uh, you know people that are for uh, standing up for injustice is that again violence 
does nothing but hurt us as a people. It continues the, the same uh, stereotype that all oh, these yep. black people, they're mm-hmm. violent, they need to be tamed. Remember, this is the part of the reason why, um, you know, slaves were treated the way they were because the masters, they were, they, and owners, they were afraid of slaves rising up. So they had to hit them emotionally, hit them physically uh, to, to try to put fear in them. Um, so well, one of the things that, that we have to look at is how did all of this uh, stop? What, what's, what, what abolished slavery? What, what stopped Jim Crow? And all of it came from political pressure. And that's what uh, Greg Popovich, the head coach of the Spurs, he said, change seemed to happen through political pressure. Everything, again, that we named, the, the abolishment of slavery, Jim Crow, all of that stopped because of uh, the powers mm-hmm. that be in political ties were able to stop that. Abraham Lincoln, you know, that Martin Luther King pushed to stop Jim Crow. Martin Luther King did the Montgomery uh, bus boycotts for 367 days, I believe. Uh, but but this is these are the things that actually change systems, that change, um, you know, injustice. So, you know, violence is just, what is it going to do? It's going to put somebody else in jail. It's going to um, probably take somebody's life. Um, when we're burning down cities and rioting, man, that's that's somebody's business. Uh, somebody has worked their whole life to build that business. So when we, when we think about these things, and as Christians, we have to look at, okay, how, how does Jesus approach injustice? How does he approach it? Does he does he approach injustice with violence? No, he don't. As a matter of fact, everybody approached him with violence uh, because he walked in love, because he walked in peace. He didn't react as he could. Um, but but he himself who walked this earth was without sin, right? And and because of that, man, now people can confess and believe in Jesus and saved because he 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 completed the plan and the will of his father. Um, and, and, you know, so we have to look at the bigger picture, you know, what is the will of the father? And it's not violence. It's not burning down cities and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, killing people. So yeah. perfect example. When, when they came to arrest Jesus and Peter, right. Cut from a similar cloth than me as me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he pulled out, he pulled off a knife and cut, cut my man ear off. Peter was from and the hood he, though. Yeah, he Peter. From, yeah. <laughs> he was from the west side, uh, west side of uh, Galilee. <laughs> yeah. So, so he, he, cut, he cut my man ear off. Jesus heals him. And he said, don't you know I can call down 12 legions of angels if I wanted to? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so we're supposed to be, um, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Be imitators of Christ. We're supposed to follow the, the pattern of Jesus. And, and that's not one of violence. Um, it's one that speaks out against injustice. Because he did often um, against those who were marginalized and cast aside. Yeah. Um, but by no means should we be, um, be people of violence or people uh, of aggression. Yeah. It, it's, it's, not, it's not biblical. It's yeah. just not one, one important biblical example to bring up, and my Facebook friend brought this up. He said, well, well Jesus... When he was in the temple, he took a whip and he he overturned tables and he chased out the money lenders, and that's an important example to bring up in this where we see Jesus seemingly to break that mold. But I I always tell people I, it, it's actually amazing how often that example gets used when 
when I see people being angry, Christians being angry, and I talk to them about their anger. And we as Christians need to need to understand, I think, a couple things really clearly about that. Um, Jesus was acting in authority, spiritual authority, yeah, when he yeah. was chasing out those moneylenders. He was saying, I am, I am God, I'm the king, and I'm the God of the Old Testament. And what they were doing is they were breaking Old Testament law, yeah. and he was coming to his house. That was his house, it was the church, and he was saying, my house is meant to be a house of prayer, you've turned it into a den of robbers. Uh, the mm -hmm. boss is here, you know, and we as Christians, me, none of, you know, you guys, no, nobody has that authority. None of us are holy. Jesus is holy. I mean, you, you see in the Old Testament, yeah, God strikes people down dead in the Old mm -hmm. Testament. He, he does it to uh, Ananias and Sapphira in the, in, in the book of Acts. But God is holy. He can do that. And we deserve right. judgment. The difference is I'm not holy. Um, Malcolm X wasn't holy, you know, and, and, and so... We don't have the right to, uh, whatever the case is, whether it's a, a riot or a violence, or it's if yeah. you feel like the church down the street from you is being wrong, and you can go in there mm -hmm. with a whip and, and, and cuss them out. No, you can't. You can't do what Jesus did with a whip, because you're a sinner, too. And um, and, and, then, and then the second part, not only are, are, are we sinners, too, and Jesus was holy, but he never commanded us to go around with whips. He he did that as as a holy authoritative God. What yeah. he commanded us was turn the other cheek. He commanded yeah. us mm -hmm. if if your 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 enemy who would have been the Roman soldier who's like your slave master tells you to walk a mile uh you know to carry his pack for a mile, you're to carry it 2 miles. Yeah. Um I mean, so that that's how that's what he commands us to do that we take injustice and we we shame injustice. Shane Claiborne talks a lot about that, how we, we take injustice and we embarrass it. We we show it for what it is. We shame mm -hmm. it. We yeah. shame it with love. And man, look at Jesus on the cross, Kyle. That's what you were saying. I mean, he he took the violence on himself. Like yeah. you talk about shaming your injustice. He says, All right, strip me down. All right, beat me. All right, like I'm innocent, yet to me. I just think those um with Jesus in the temple, those are two two points that, that you're not God and, and God commanded you to turn yeah. the other cheek. He, yeah. he never told you to do, to do that in the temple. Mm -hmm. So that's right. Uh, Great example, man. Good, good stuff. Good stuff there. Anything else, any other rewind pieces you guys want to get to from previous episodes? No, sir. All right. Well, let's get to our trending topics of the day. Trending topic. We have a few trending topics. One I want to use as a segue and I want to alert listeners to go to the uh, website. I, I, I want to make sure I, I have it right because I keep saying it wrong. It is injusticeboycott.com. So again, injusticeboycott.com. And what this is, it's it's done up by Sean King. Mm -hmm. uh, many are familiar with Sean. He's the uh, official title. I'll find it for you, but he, he's for the New York Daily News, and he, he basically writes on justice issues for the New York Daily News. And uh, you can Google Sean and InjusticeBoycott.com, but basically he's, he, his goal was to get 100,000 people, and he, he's over that number now, to sign up for this boycott. Um, I've signed up. Kyle, I know you have. I don't know, yeah, Tyler. If you I signed up yet, ASAP, man. Yeah, the idea is it's—, it's I don't want to boycott Injustice. You should. Uh, you, you should. That— then, then we want to have a podcast. So that's true. That's, that's true. true. You know what? That that's right. I'm, I gotta remove my out. name now. 
I'm looking for. I'm looking out for our best interest right we now. We need sponsors, baby. We need sponsors. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that too. Uh, no, Brandon, no, Brandon. No, you'll you'll lose forty three percent of the things you blog about. That's right. <laughs> Dude, Don't do it. Noah. Everything I write about, people people hate me for one reason or another. So it's all good. It's all good. So the the idea of it. By the way, Brandon Marshall. He's a linebacker for the Broncos. I want to mm-hmm. talk briefly about. He's losing sponsors for kneeling during the national anthem, and uh, the Huffington Post had a really good article about, about Stand him. Stand up, black man. Get your money. We'll, we'll get to possibly. Get at home. <laughs> um, but back to injusticeboycott.com. What what they're going to be doing is um, releasing to those that sign up, releasing the names of cities, states, businesses, and institutions that they're going to be boycotting. And it's cities and states around the country, basically that, that are, um, it's going to be a national boycott and it's brands, corporations, it's people that are profiting from systemic oppression. It's brands or corporation headquarters in cities and states that are notorious for police brutality, notorious for racial violence. And in those cities where people aren't saying or doing anything about it. So what happens is you boycott these companies. And then um, and also one more, um, banks and institutions, which fund, underwrite, inform, train, otherwise to support systemic oppression brutality. You start boycotting these things, guarantee you these companies will start saying, speaking out against this. Hey, we need to do something about this because their bottom line is going to start taking a hit. This Pressure. is um, an alternative to violence. We don't have to be violent. Um, we're not saying we have to just pray in a closet and have a, you know, sit on the steps of the courthouse That's with right. a sign. Those are important things to do, but yeah. we can be very active and put pressure through these these boycotts. And so, um, yeah. uh, I, I personally, I, um, from what I've seen of Sean King, he seems very legit. Uh, Kyle and, and, and Tyler, can you speak to Sean King at all as far as someone worthy to sort of follow in a boycott such as this? Um, I've read some things he said about the church that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a churchman. I'm, I'm, I'm capital C church. Um, uh, I think that again, what, you know, going back to what I said a few weeks ago, that part of the, part of the main reason is because the church is so silent on these issues. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of, I mean, I, I'll probably get down with the uh, boycott, but I mean, some of the things he said just kind of really eh, rub me. I don't like when people go after the church, and, and especially when they um, when they target the black church. Even mm-hmm. though I, I'm critical at times, but I'm still a major champion uh, of the uh, of the black church and and the important the importance uh, historically and in now. Uh, to the black church and the uh, black community, so um, yeah, I, I'll probably still get down with it, but I, I'll, I'll I'll be keeping my eye on uh, some things he says. If he, if he says something else, if he get out of pocket, I might have to uh, run it on him if I ever see him in public. What if he boycotts your church? Like that'd be fine. Your church. <laughs> that would be great. That would be fine. <laughs> he's got like all these big corporations, and he's got. <laughs> Cornerstone Church, Detroit. <laughs> Boycott Tyler St. Clair's blog. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be I awesome. hope he boycotts my blog, and then I'll get some traffic. People will be like, <laughs> "Let me yeah. see what the big deals are." <laughs> Let me see what the big you know, deals. The, one of the things um, about Sean is, you know, I, I love how he's an activist. 
You know, I, I love the fact that he's not afraid to speak on these type of issues um, mm-hmm. on such a large platform. Um, but I'm like Tyler, you know, um, you, for me, even as a as a black man, as a black Christian, uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, before I had this ignorance of my history of of blacks in the church, you know, um, in which I'm proud of my history. I'm proud of, you know, my roots and, you know, how much God used, you know, not only blacks, but also whites to establish the black church. Oh, yeah. Because for a mm-hmm. while, we, for a long time, we were ignored. We were pushed out and people were leaving um, uh, b- because of, uh, you know, men becoming black leaders in the church. And the cool thing is Sean is actually pastor the church. He he uh, founded mm. a church in Atlanta <clears throat> called mm-hmm. Courageous Church, you know. So it's like, you know, um, uh, I, I really I, I know the brother stepped down, um, but you know I hope that he used his platform to continue to talk about these issues, but also you know highlight the good things about our culture, um, about Black history, and especially the Black church, because we right right now the Black church is is definitely um, a topic that's in. Uh, not only the news, uh, but but it's just between people, you know, it's like we're the mockery, you know, the black church is, is a mockery. But we want people mm. to see that, you know, there are there's a, a lot of not only, you know, black activists, black teachers, black pastors, black theologians that, that really care to see Jesus glorified. So, you know, uh, I just hope he uses platform. And uh, but I, I definitely f- I got on the um, injustice boycott. Um, bus man, I, I'm I'm down. I'm I'm ready to to start. Uh, you know, start making some 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 start. You know, bringing up some pressure on these things, man, mm-hmm. to bring about change. So, Kyle, if if he says I have to boycott rice cakes, I'm not sure I can get down with that. You're gonna have to. You're gonna <laughs> no, have to. But know, if man. he say boycott, give that up. Fried chicken. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm gonna have to remove my name. Also, yeah. <laughs> Also, specifically if, Popeyes. Specifically if, Popeyes. Specifically, we can do KFC. Okay, cool. We can boycott. But if you say I can, Popeyes, I can live without KFC. I can live without KFC. I'm gonna have to like uh, freeze and uh, vacuum some uh, Popeyes chicken before the boycott That's starts. Right. For like, <laughs> like fill your basement with it. Yeah, right. Take churches exactly. too. Take churches. Take churches. <laughs> There's stock. That's awesome. Well, I bring it up as a as an alternative to violence, and that's that's really what I like to what I like about it. Um, and I, I don't think you know I don't have to agree with everything about somebody to to, to be behind them. Um, yeah. But uh, I I like an alternative. I want to do something, and yeah. I, I definitely not. We just can't promote violence, and so I, I like I like this. I like to be able to promote this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I want to read you guys a couple of comments. This is from that. There's a brand, Brandon Marshall uh, Brandon Marshall article on the uh, Denver Post website, and uh, he plays for the Denver Broncos, so, you know, it's a local article about him kneeling, about him losing these, these sponsorships. They show this guy burning a Brandon Marshall, you know, jersey <laughs> kind of thing uh, out front and everything. But what's what I find? It's a great article, and uh, because it talks about how he Brandon Marshall is meeting with the the chief of police in Denver, he set up a meeting with him. He's asking what he can do. I mean, you could talk about like you know, a, excuse me, star athlete in a community 
that's looked up to by people of all ethnicities, you know, and he's, he's, uh, being active. He's, he's not just kneeling during the anthem, but he's being active. Mm -hmm. He's, he's saying, what can we do in the, in the community? What can we do in the, in the poor part of the community? I mean, really, really awesome stuff that he's doing. And, and what's sort of shocking to me is this article really focuses on that. It focuses on, on his trying to partner with the police and being really proactive. Uh, and then here's a couple quotes from the, the comment section. These are the ones on the top, so they get the most, you know, there's like 2,500 comments, and these are the ones that are at the been voted towards the top. Uh, this is, uh, this one says, Hey, Marshall, for someone who wants to promote, quote, positivity, you sure have a strange way of going about it. Why not redouble any efforts of working within the black community to promote positive changes in education, upward advancement, cultural awareness, and a goal of black men stepping up and becoming fathers and husbands. The, the one below it then says, especially the latter, you wanna know why so many blacks can't get jobs? Is because so many black fathers are AWOL and gangs, gangs do most of the raising of blacks and not oh, their- Oh Lord fathers. have mercy. Oh boy. Those are the first two comments. You know, and, uh, those are those are comments from people who 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 think they know everything about black culture from watching TV and listening to rap. Yeah. Because right. obviously, I mean, as a black person, there it, there's only I, I don't really know anybody raised by gangs. I mean, we know people that were uh, you know, influenced by the people on the block. Yes. Um, but this this fool watched colors. <laughs> right. He watched colors, and he think he or, know everything. He watched colors, or <laughs> and listened to NWA twice. Exactly, and he think he know everything. and now and now has a and now has a entire worldview on an entire culture and people group based Crazy. on nothing. And then you mm-hmm. got out of out of here, man. Right, and then, man, if, if he only knew, if he had a black friend, then he would have known that there are there are people out here, black people who who went to prestigious colleges and they have all the credentials, but they will be denied a job if there is a white person that uh, might be even close to their credentials. They're going to pick that white person, and that's just the reality of so many friends of mine that this happened mm-hmm. to. You know, a lot of with, with blacks, man, we we have to be overqualified to just be uh, uh, qualified enough in the eyes of some of these recruiters. So, you mm-hmm. know, some of these uh, some of these things that these fans say, man, these sports fans are crazy to me, man. I, yeah. I just can't believe this. some of the stuff that they say. And I mean, this guy, this protesting thing of me not stand well, not me, but athletes not standing for the national anthem. It just shows that it's like if we don't do, if we don't stand in line with what what these people say, man, we're just gonna get bashed and 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 just talked about. I mean, it, give the, it's it's this brother's freedom to do whatever he wants to do. You know, we're not disrespecting the flag. We're just saying, hey, you know, I, if 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 I'm gonna stand for a national anthem, that you know, then then count me in that I am an American and not just this outsider or this animal or uh, uh, because the way that you're treating me is as if, you know, you don't want me here in America. So yeah. I, it just really, it, it really bothers me 
on how long uh, this has been going on and how many people are making these crazy comments. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just the the cesspool that is comment yeah. sections. Yes. Uh, that is YouTube comments. That proves every reason why these athletes are kneeling. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Well, look! Look! Look at! Look into! Look into the hearts of these people. Look yeah. at! Look, look! Look into the yeah. hearts. The, the 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 vitriol, the anger. This is the reason people are speaking up because some of these same people or or, or people uh, with, with similar attitudes may be in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. May may maybe mm-hmm. in the justice system. Yeah. Uh, I I I was reading the article. The guy who, the guy who um, um, videotaped the whole Eric Gartner situation. Um, mm-hmm. he re- recently got sentenced sentenced to jail for yes. drug, drugs and weapons. Should he be Should he be in jail if he had drugs and weapons? Yes. Yes. But should the five or four or five police officers who choked a man to death? Um, who said I cannot breathe? I can't breathe. Uh, Eleven or thirteen times. Should they be in jail? Yes. yes. This is the reason why we are mad. This is the reason why we're frustrated. This is the reason why we're hurt. Because it 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 it, it it's now being seen. We're on the world. The the world is looking at at America like man. What, what are y'all going back to the 1930s? Are y'all going back to the 40s? Look! Look at look at look at the world's journalism. Look! Look at news reports. Um, <laughs> one about our presidential election, but that's a whole nother story. But look! Look at how the world is viewing um, the police brutality, the 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 military police state that we're becoming, the the injustice yeah. that's being that's that's going on. The the world is looking. The world is shaking their head at our country right now. Mm-hmm. Think about the underlying thought of those comments. So, so let's <clears throat> what Brandon Marshall and met Colin Kaepernick, many others now are are protesting in the national anthem. Is they're protesting specifically police brutality, these shootings that keep happening every week. You know, we we can't even keep up. With, there, there's one a week. I mean, I, every single week there there's another one of these. Uh, an unarmed black man gets shot by police, you know, and sadly it's become it's become an echo of the week before. Uh, and what these these comments are saying is their reaction to that. Okay, you're protesting that black unarmed unarmed black men are getting shot by police, and then my response is the the what we need to be doing or or, or the fault here is um is these 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 fathers that walk away from their families these black fathers so so instead of kneeling during the anthem save that bit of strength and and go you know into the hood and 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 talk to these 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 men and tell them stop walking away stop joining gangs you know stop walking away and and doing these things and and so so in that there's a mindset that these these men getting shot actually deserve to die they they deserve to get shot by the police whether they're armed or not because uh, of the fatherless fatherlessness epidemic in the hood. So the, 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 the way that these, these commenters are connecting the dots is scary to me. It's, it's saying there's not something to protest. These deaths that are happening, they're not injustice deaths. They're, they're, these are legitimate deaths. Kill these people, it's fine, because people are going up without dads. That doesn't. That's that's awful. I mean, okay, if 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 many black kids are growing up without dads, which they are, 
yeah, we need to be proactive about that. And we are being proactive about that. Many, I, I know I'm very proactive about that, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that unarmed black men can just get gunned down. That's okay. And that's just, and that when that happens, we shouldn't be up in arms about it and protesting it. I mean, those two things don't go hand in hand. There, there's just a scary connection there that that, yeah. that that finger that finger of judgment comes out so quickly. Well, what about black on black crime? What about this? It's like mm-hmm. saying, you deserve to die. You deserve yeah. to get shot by the police because of these problems you have in your your poorest, most urban communities. Therefore, you deserve to die. I mean, wow. They, they would never say it that way, but that's the connection that they're making. Yeah. It's scary, man. It's really wow. scary, man. It's really scary. It's really and scary. What, what what we're saying, and what I say all the time, is as Christians, we're, we're just to be proactive. We're, we talked about this last week, how the hood became the hood. We're, we're not to wash our hands of the issues of the hood. We're to go into the hood. We're to be missional. We're to incarnate the gospel. Uh, we're, we're to break down systemic injustice that's perpetuating these things. Uh, yeah. It's it's not a either or. It's a it's a both and. We're we're to attack the system and and minister to individuals. It's um, I I just get really frustrated where people just don't do anything because they're so mm-hmm. judgmental. Mm-hmm. Here's here's another here's another argument here's another argument that that confuses and and bothers me. Um, this is it's the whole um, it's the whole conspiracy theory uh way of looking at it well the media just wants to keep showing these videos and the media keeps putting these videos out because they want to stir up controversy they want to they, they want to it, it, you know media uh wants to control the way we think and the media wants to turn us against each other and the media wants to divide us so this is a ho- whole big media thing and aren't white people more aren't white people shot by the police um as well and you don't see those videos um that's a that's a that's another very scary flawed way of thinking mm-hmm. um but the, the washington post in um april april of this year the 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 washington post put a uh, article out there um study find police fatally shot unarmed black man in disproportionate rates and it said that 40 percent 40 40, 40, 40, 40, 40% of the unarmed people shot in 2014 were black men. Mm. Black men only make up 7% of the population. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is a problem. Right. It is a problem. And, and, and we can, and yeah, and that, that, yeah, I just heard that argument from a, a few uh, people this week. Um, this is a media thing. The media wants to control us. The media wants to manipulate us. Check out that article um, on the Washington. The Washington Post did it just this year. Studies uh, study finds police fatally shoot unarmed black men at disproportionate rates. And just reading through it, just real quick, it, it, it's it's mind boggling. Mind boggling. Forty hmm. percent of the people shot by police that are unarmed are black men, and we only make up seven percent of the population. Well, this last week, uh, we this this happened on September 27th. Um, Alfred Olongo, age 38, he was in California. The it's a San Diego suburb called I probably won't pronounce it right, but El Cajon, and there's video of 
Alfred being shot. I tell you, these videos are, are terrifying. I mean, they're, they are terrifying. If, if you watch the video, what you see, and it, you, you have a man, Alfred, who, who's very mentally unstable, um, which, which if you live in an inner city, uh, if you live just, you know, even uh, downtown Lansing, where I work even. Oh, my you, goodness. You see this a lot, um, where you have people. Uh, we see when Tyler goes off on, a, on, a, on one of his rants, he, he's, just, he's just being Tyler. But uh, it's, <laughs> it's very different when so, someone is, is very mentally ill, and mental yeah. illness is uh, it's very complicated. It's very yeah. complex. Uh, my goodness, you know, it, it's in a lot of these, uh, it comes from trauma, some, you know, PTSD. I mean, I, we're not making excuses. We're just saying this stuff happens. And if someone isn't getting the proper care, medication, counseling, it can be, it can be a scary thing. But you see in the video, uh, Alfred, he's walking around the parking lot. He looks, um, you know, delusional sort of thing. Uh, some police pull up on him. And next thing you know, he's shot. He's shot and killed. If, if you... Uh, read the article. They, they show a, a photo, and the guy the guy was was obviously not all there because he's he, he's holding he uh, like a gun stance, but he's holding his his vape. So so the uh, the vape so smoking device. Like come he's, on, man, you're a cop. You you know what he's holding. Come on, man. I mean, you're, the you're cops are, are three feet away from him, right? And he's holding a vape, and um, people around them are yelling, "Don't shoot him! Please don't shoot him!" You know. And there's yeah. lots of swear words and stuff like that. And then, uh, similar to the uh, the the Tulsa shooting with, that we've talked about with Officer Betty Shelby, one officer here, is, according to the report, used a, 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 a stun uh, yeah. taser, and then another officer shot him four times, bang, 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 bang. And um, it's 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 heartbreaking to me. It's it's heartbreaking to me. By the way, Officer Betty Shelby pleaded. Uh, not guilty, and said she was deaf. She was temporarily deaf. Yeah. Oh uh, when 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 the <sighs> incident happened in Tulsa. So let's that, that that's, that's even more reason, even more reason to not pull a trigger when you're impaired. There you and go. There, and there's so and that's, there's two ne- other that's negligence. Come on, now. I'm, I'm deaf. I'm yeah. deaf. I'm gonna start pulling my trigger. I mean, that doesn't make sense. It, um, one thing we, um, in 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 the black community, I mean, this is something me and my wife talk about all the time mental illness is just something that we don't often discuss. That's right. Um, I have family members. I have family members who were, there was as a kid, you could just say something ain't right with them. Mm-hmm. And, and it would be like, well, you know, they ain't, they ain't right in the head or, yeah. or, you know, they crazy. It's just something that we don't really handle. Well, mm-hmm. I think part of it is, um, I think part of it is, um, a lot of these people that you're looking at, they don't have they don't have any kind of um, insurance or any kind of means to be treated yeah. or That's to get right. their medicine. I mean, every time I, I just went to the gas station about an hour and a half ago, and the man walked up to me and he he was talking out of his head, and he was talking about he was from another city yeah. and he's trying to get to. Um, another country and he's originally from brazil he was clearly out of his head and to think that a someone who's trained a police officer who's supposed to be trained to protect and serve will shoot and kill this man yeah you know without any kind of repercussion or any kind of um procedure to de-escalate him it's when you encounter someone that's mentally ill 
it is it's crystal clear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When when they're that when they're that, you know, far gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that kind of force is is when your life isn't in danger, when it's multiple officers, that type of force is not necessary. Right. Well, the treatment for mental illness is not a bullet. I mean, it's just not. It's not a bullet. You don't um, mentally ill. It's it's complicated, man. It is complicated. We have we have severe mentally ill folks at our church uh, that come in and go, and most of them, most mentally ill people that and then look, mental depression is a mental illness. I have depression. Yeah. I'm on medicine. I mean, there, there's a huge percentage of our population that have mental illness, and there there are more severe forms. Uh, and, and many mentally ill folks are just sweet, nice, awesome people that yeah. are they're volatile or unpredictable and, and and they may even be violent, but the, the, the treatment is not a bullet. The treatment is not. Now, if they have a gun, if they have a gun, that's one thing. But if they have a vape a stapler, right, or something like that, right? You you, you don't get you, you don't shoot somebody with a with a vape. You don't shoot someone with a stapler. Or uh, you know, I think again back to Florida, the um, the, the the mentally ill Latino guy that that had the black caretaker and, and and had the toy. It was a toy truck or a toy train, and in in the they end up he ends up getting shot, and it ends up being the black caretaker that gets shot. You know, it's just like why? Oh, I it's just. A mentally ill person, you you can tase them. You, yeah. You, so, so it sounds like that that was distorted. What I just said on, on the recording. I my, my my point is, there there are there are there are, most mentally ill people are really sweet and really yeah. nice people, yeah. and some are volatile, some are unpredictable, yeah. uh, some and are uh, could be dangerous. But look, if they don't have a weapon, if they're not toting a gun around, waving it in the air, you don't you don't even think about shooting them. Exactly. If they have a a it, vape. Or a stapler, you, you, they have a toy truck or train like the guy in Florida had. You don't, you don't shoot them. You don't shoot them. And, and you know, and, and you know, and, and I think what we we what we lose, and unfortunately, many, you know, I, I don't want to seem like I'm like I'm trying to always come down on my my white evangelical brethren uh, and sistering. Um, what, I think what we lose in this discussion is these people are image bearers of God. Amen. Mental illness does not mean that this person is not an image bearer of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The prostitute on the streets, um, the, the, even, even that young dude, even that young dude in Chicago, um, with, with dreads down to his neck and, and a blunt in his ear, that dude that's been caught three bodies this year. Guess what? He's the image bearer of God. Mm-hmm. Right. He he bears the image of God, and he needs a savior, and he needs right. to be reached with the gospel. Not not you know we don't need to excuse his behavior, and we don't need to excuse his um his um sin. But I, I love how um, Tim Tim Keller always says that people um um in, in mental illness. Women in sex trafficking, prostitution, people in, in, in all kind of street culture and, and things of that nature. These people are not only um, these people are not only um, uh, perpetrators, but they're victims as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Pe- people in the inner city, they are 
again, I, I, I live in D Detroit. The biggest mental illness um, facility was Herman Kieffert on uh, on the Lodge Freeway, five minutes from where I live. They closed that. I remember when they closed all they closed all those facilities, trying to cut money. Uh, what was the mayor we uh, the governor we had uh, before Grand Home? Uh, I don't remember. White guy. <laughs> anyway. You know, you see, I'm really in the politics. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they closed all. They closed all of the uh, mental mental health facilities in Detroit, and they let those people out on the streets. Right. They let those people out on the streets. Mm -hmm. So again, these people are they, they bear the image of Christ. They were created in God's image, and they're not only perpetrators, but these people are victims. Society has let them down. Yeah. They don't need to be shot. They don't need to be uh, 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 treated like that. They, they they need help. They need right. help. If someone if someone if someone's pointing a vape at you, come on, man. And it's it's, it's multiple officers. It's clear this person's not in their right mind. Wrestle exactly. him to the ground. Tase him. Call it a day. You can recognize a gun. You're a cop. I can recognize a gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can recognize mm -hmm. was not was not a gun. And I can I can recognize. Uh, even uh, a gun, if, if uh, you know, a lot of these kids, man, you know, uh, Noah, you know, there's there's a kid in the neighborhood. He <laughs> he, he runs around with a a, a BB gun that yeah. looks like a real gun, but I know, you know, that that the gun was fake. So if you're a which cop, which is stupid, don't <laughs> right, don't do it. Which is stupid to do. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's stupid to do, and uh, sometimes. Again, you understand that when people are pointing these things at cops, like, you know, let's just say one of these kids had, uh, we just talk, you know, Tamir Rice, right? Yeah, um, yep. Mm -hmm. you, you, know, you know, his gun. Um, now, this thing could be very scary for a cop, you know. But, but what you have to do is that when you're in these situations, you, you really have to be, you, you just, you got to be focused. You got to understand that I, I you can't make just any move, but th this is the problem that I have, and I wanted to bring this up. As a CPL holder, um, I, ca I, I carry a concealed pistol uh, license, and we are penalized. Go, to, We can go to jail for murder if we do not recognize those type of things. Mm -hmm. If we if 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 we if we shoot somebody that's it's not a real threat, if we're shooting somebody in the back if they're walking away. Uh, if mm -hmm. we shoot somebody that's that's not in our house, but if they're, you know, even if they're on our property, you know, we, we get penalized for this. If we show a gun, if we show our gun and, and flash it at somebody, we're going to jail. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if citizens are upheld to this, you know, why are we letting those who are serving and protecting us and who are arresting, who, who would arrest us, why, why do we allow them to just kill unarmed black people? And, and, and they're doing it, it's, it's just like they don't care. But I want to give shout-outs to the cops that actually protect and serve our country. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love you guys, and I thank you for what you do. And you, and the, the cops that I've met that actually serve and protect, you are the reason why I do not deem every cop corrupt. Because I yeah. know from, from with my own eyes and experience that there were cops that we knew from the neighborhood that that would just uh, that, that 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 loved on us as kids and and wanted the best for us, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so that, that's why it's that's why it's crazy because we know that there are good cops. Some of us have cops in our families. Yeah, yeah, I do. So yeah, we're not and, blasting on yeah. cops. We're we're saying there needs to be accountability and transparency. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And who 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 would argue against that? Why would anyone argue against accountability and transparency? That that protects everybody, including right. cops. Yeah, and the, the same the same people, the same people who say you know gangs raising kids, same people who say you know there's no black dads, black men have have totally uh, dropped the ball and da 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 who who want accountability in the black community. These are the same people who 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 blindly trust the government and who blindly trust law enforcement exactly and these atrocities have been happening how long was rodney king was 92. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying rodney king that was that's what i can remember um the one of the first televised mm-hmm. police yeah. brutality situations we had malice green in detroit um <laughs> back in the day so yeah it's just you know if, if, if there needs to be accountability in the hood for black Black men who aren't stepping up, there needs to be accountability in the suburbs uh, for, for 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 dads who work too hard and neglect their children. That's right. There needs, <laughs> there needs to be accountability for police officers. There needs to be accountability for everyone. But this is the scary thing, though, bro, is that as as you and I growing, growing up in the hood, man, without social media, without people, um, you know, recording these incidents there there would be no outrage yep mm-hmm. there would be no national years this way that, oh that, that's what white people don't understand this isn't new there, this isn't the new. reason there the reason there's an outrage is because it's generations of pent up uh frustration nobody's been listening we've been telling you this nobody's been believing us now that it's on video some people are believing it but many still aren't and but it, this isn't new yeah we just happen to all have cell phones now that can capture these things it's about we need accountability and transparency, and I, I just why would anyone argue against those things? I, mean, I, I I've been I've been told, and and it thank 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 God that uh, I've grown to a level by His grace that mm-hmm. I don't respond the way I used to, but I've been told by white brothers when I share my experience. Now now it didn't happen that way. <laughs> You weren't, you weren't How there. How can you say that to someone's face? You know, you I mean, weren't there. I've been, I've been told, I've been told that several times. Well, well it, or it, it, or it, either it didn't happen that way, or, or it, it couldn't happen that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy that it, it, it took, it took the, the explosion of cell phones and social media to finally have a conversation that we've been having in the black community and we've been saying is an issue again since since Rodney King since the 60s. I mean you yeah. you see you see um dogs loosed on people and you see yeah. Um, yeah. fire hoses and you see cops r- rolling down the street in tanks in the riots. Um man, I I love talking to old folks, man. They'll tell you the story. They say it was tanks going down Linwood. It was tanks going down Grand River. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't I can't I can't wrap my mind around you know what I'm saying? Tanks going down the street, and and, and police officers um, 
um, just just walking around with clubs and just having a field day on people. Yeah. And, so I mean, th this ain't nothing new, man. And it's so crazy, uh, Tyler, that my uncle, who talks talks to me all the time about the rides, he talked about how a lot of the young black dudes were put in wagons because he was he was actually one of the black guys that were breaking into places and you know during the rides and all of that you know they were doing what, what we see now and they were putting wagons in. yeah they was getting it in they were putting wagons and they were dropped off at bill isle <laughs> ain't that crazy it's like it's like to tame these people we're gonna take them to this island <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna change he said they were all just on this island they're all just on Bill Isle. It was just like Lord of the Flies. Taking... Exactly. Like, right. like, like a Negro Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh my man. goodness. Can well, black hey, people and, swim? And... No. We just take them. Knowing and... <laughs> <laughs> we can't swim. <laughs> Y'all ride this giant slide and don't cause no more trouble. <laughs> Shout out um, to Bella. In our... Uh, in our... In my grumpiness and fatigue this morning, as we began, we 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 totally bypassed our mailbag segment. Kyle, producer, you are the one that has that has seen the emails. Uh, we are running a little short on time. What we're gonna do for sure is save our topic of the day for next week. That's convenient because we didn't have a topic of the day, so we're gonna postpone the conversation of. Uh, it's not a race problem; it's a sin problem. We need Jesus. We're gonna talk about that next week. And honestly, I, I say this sort of facetiously, but it's a very serious thing. Can we just hope that in, in a week from today that n there's no uh, unarmed black men that have been killed by police yeah. that we have to talk about? I mean, let's be real. This happens every single week. And, and so, you know, maybe yeah. we could actually talk about some of these topics of the day. But, I mean, it's, it, is, it is just ridiculous how frequently th this happens. But um, yeah. so, so we'll postpone that. We'll... We'll see. I, I heard Black Superman is currently uh, on the toilet right now, and so we're we're waiting for him. He's taking a big one, uh, which I can only imagine how, how that how that's going in there uh, with his with it with his powers. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and his it, bad diet and his bad yeah, diet. Yeah, he, he got to stop eating. You know, he keeps telling me about these meals from Pluto that he goes well, it's to. The, it's Island the liquor. Pluto is the name of a liquor store he likes to frequent. Is that uh, what he yeah. was talking about? Pluto yeah. liquor store? Yeah, he, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. He, I told him he needs Pepto Bismol, and he he keeps thinking I'm saying Pluto and whiskey. You know, and, he's, he's drunk, so, man. He needs help. I know. He needs help. I know. We're here to help. We're we're not here to judge like those commenters on the on the online. We are yeah. here to help. Yeah. We're here to help. So. In the meantime, I did see, I didn't read it, but I saw that um, that the infamous Joel Clark sent us an email. Is that My true? man. Because we, we don't really have three hours to read um, an yeah. email from Joel Clark, I don't think. <laughs> Mail time. Well, you are right. Our main man, Joel. Um, My guy. And that, My that's hitter. right. That's right. My that's hitter, right. My hitter. And he, you know, he usually writes books in, but this time, man, he he wrote just a, a paragraph, which is cool. Wow. Which is, is cool. cool. He's, yeah, man. He's trying to be yeah. black. He's trying to yeah. act black. He's starting to like act that. black. Short and sweet. Yeah. Straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, before we get started, you guys, if you want to send an email, you can send it to choppingituppodcast at gmail.com. Send it whenever, wherever, and we're waiting to hear from you. So send it through. Look at you, producer. Look at you go. Look at that. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop praising hey. the black guy. You sound hey. just like hey. a white person. Hey, producer. You're doing hey. a great Stop. job, Todd. Kyle, you, you, <laughs> you're doing a great job. That's right, buddy. Hey, uh, Zimity uh, do that. Uh, Good job, buddy. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, this is Tyler. Uh, oh, here he <laughs> comes with his racist impressions. Oh, wow. Tyler. Yeah. He watched, he watched all like Fat Albert, one of the Fat Albert gang. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Noah, he wears blackface. <laughs> He's he's black facing him right now. And, and when and when I come to and when I come to Lansing next week, I'm gonna slap the taste out of your mouth. <laughs> and then ask Jesus to forgive. Hey, hey, no, don't use violence. We don't, just boycott me. You can't use violence. We just don't use violence me. except on white hey. people. Kyle. Signed, Kyle. the hey. Reverend Jesse Jackson. Kyle, tell tell our our million. Sign the, the ghost of Nat Turner. <laughs> the ghost of Nat. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Wait, wait for the movie to come out. Kyle, Yo. tell tell our tell our millions of listeners about our the the social media sensation that we are. Um, all these these places that hip kids like you go on social media where they can find chopping it up. Since we're doing the mailbag anyway. All right, guys, got to do what my master say. So if you want to find us on Twitter, you got to go Chopping It Up Podcast, Chopping It Up Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Chopping It Up Podcast. And also you can find us on Facebook at Chopping It Up Podcast. Oh, wrong. All right, so we're going to get right into Joe. He says, uh, so... Since I received some shade for my one long email, I'll try to keep this one short. So I would love to hear your thoughts on Hollywood and black entertainers slash entertainment. We have come a long way from blackface. And I'm looking at you, Holiday Inn. (laughs) However, in the last 30 years or so, there have been a lot of inaccurate and vastly generalized depictions of black men and women in the movies and or TV shows. Within the last couple of years, however, a few critically acclaimed projects have emerged with predominantly black casts. I've really enjoyed the diversity in our entertainment lately, and I'm excited for where we're going. That being said, this is from a white boy who came from white <laughs> culture. My question is, do you feel movies like and TV Noah. shows today right. are accurately portraying the culture of our black brothers and sisters? Or are these projects just more examples of rich white producers like Noah telling America <laughs> what they think the black experience in America is like? I love the show, uh, Black Power, and I love Tyler and Kyle. Please pray for Noah and his racism. Sign Joe Clark. Uh, stop saying that on that email. <laughs> there is no way Joe wrote that on his email. He's, he, he wrote I it, man. He did. I he wrote wrote it. It. Oh, that's the worst. It's so he racist right now. It's not like Java the Hutt and <laughs> Java the Hutt and Fat Albert's love child. <laughs> You gonna you gonna have to catch that fade when I see you. Uh, right, I'm telling you, you gonna get jumped. Two black guys, we gonna jump you. And, and, for, and for and for catch, let me let me um let me interpret that for my, my our white listeners. Catch that fade yeah. means we gonna square up and we gonna uh. Break it you don't know what that is either. Um, I'm yeah. a flat <laughs> Right. All right. 
Let me just All get right. hey, answer this poor Joel's poor Joel Clark's email. Well, uh, yeah. Let me go ahead. Uh, I, I, I like. Eh, we have come a long way. We have. Um, but I think Hollywood slash TV it, it misses the 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 different dynamics. Uh, black people are dynamic. When I say yeah. dynamic, that mean there's not just one type of black man. You know what I'm saying? There, yeah. I know. Uh, I, I was doing some doing some prison ministry uh, a couple years ago, and I was talking to some talking to two young black dudes, and I'm saying, and I quoted two, which I do often. Uh, I, I quoted Tupac, and they were like, "We we don't we don't listen to Tupac. We listen to uh, Japanese anime soundtracks." Hmm. You know what I'm saying? These two young black dudes in prison. Listening to Jan, and I don't even know what it, what even what none of that means a, Jan, a Japanese anime soundtrack. But mm-hmm. but the point being, we, we we're not all like one way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We all don't li- like my wife doesn't listen to hip hop. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We we all don't really we we we're not all the same way. And I think often you you'll see um, basically in Hollywood, reality shows have done us a great disservice. Um, yeah. reality shows is basically just minstrel shows, uh, and that, including the preachers of LA, preachers of Detroit, and whatever other preachers they're gonna do. It's just, it's just, uh, coonery and yeah. shucking and jiving and mm-hmm. black folk, um, trying to get money off perpetuating stereotypes of a people that are intelligent, that are, um, diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's different, you know, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, long, yeah. Long story short, I think a lot of it is good, but a lot of it is really, um, and a lot. And I think a lot of it comes from white folks. See, this is this is you know, do it like this, and then you know, because that's how they do it in the hood, right? You know, and, mm-hmm. and some and, and some of those and some of those cats are just willing to do it just to um, get some money, get to the next level. I mean, you look at look at a Denzel Washington. Um, I've never seen a bad Denzel Washington movie. Yeah. Um, he 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 flawlessly portrayed Malcolm X, and yeah. what does he what 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 does he get um, his Oscar for? Training the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Holly Berry Holly Berry has done great films. What does she get? What does she get her Oscar for when she takes off her clothes? You know, you you look at you know a lot of the. And it's it's kind of if you go to if don't Google it because it'll get take you to the, all the conspiracy theory stuff. But you know how how basically to be a black black man in Hollywood, not named Denzel Washington, not named Samuel L. Jackson, you have to either put on a dress or uh, yeah. play a role as a homosexual. Yeah, mm-hmm. saying that they have a they they won't let black often 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 they won't let black men portray smart intelligent. Um, Men of character, mm-hmm. uh, good fathers, um, mm-hmm. other than other than the cars. So I mean, it's come a long way, but still, it still, it still has a long way to go. Yeah, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thankful, honestly, for like um, for uh, for the Spike Lees. Oh um, yeah. For the Spike Lees, and and I'm I'm thankful for. Um, you, I think you were talking about the Cosby Show, you know, who portrayed black people in the light, uh, educated, actually being there for their family. You know, I, I think for me that was that was different. You know, I didn't see too much of that. 
Um, There were some of my friends who actually had fathers for sure. uh, But it was good to to see us portrayed as those type of characters and not just the stereotypical gangster. um, Because that's what we, you know, we we were, uh, when we talk about the black exploitation movies of people playing pimps and pimps that know Kung Fu and they walking around and bell bottoms. Shout out to Dolomite. Shout out to Dolomite (laughs) and the Superfly. Shout outs. But it's 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 like um you know the type of characters that we portray and then and now it's like black cinema for a while has been you know you know a a, a black lawyer and uh, or a black doctor but he was some kind of killer or he was cheating on his wife and all this different type of stuff um, you know and like you said we have a long way to go I just I want the listeners I want you guys if you don't know about this go look up the Harlem Renaissance. If you yeah. want to see uh, African American creativity at its best, look up the Harlem Renaissance, so My that you can see yeah. that we're much more than the stereotypical character that we're, that's portrayed in these movies. I mean, that's that's why I get upset because there's a lot of talent, mm-hmm. um, and um, so yeah, look that up, and I guarantee you, you, you know, you'll find some gems, and um, you know, you, you, the, the, I think you will just fall in love all over again with. You know what, what true artistry is. So, yeah. uh, thank not, you, Joe. I, I, I don't want to open this big can of worms, but if you look at much of culture, that uh, and this may be open up a real big can of worms. If you look up, look at most of culture, popular music, yeah, um, dance, just yeah. how we talk, how we look, how That's we right. act, how we dress. If you just swag, if you look up swag in the dictionary. It'll say black people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, that's <laughs> Just, right. I mean, I mean, going back to the Harlem Renaissance and and how how blues started with race music and race music created mm-hmm. blues and R and B and jazz music and just all of this culture, all of all of this stuff comes from creative, intelligent, gifted mm-hmm. black genius. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And white yeah. people like Noah um, yep. culturally appropriate and mm-hmm. make money off of it. That's right. That's right. I sure they sure do. do. They sure do. Shout I out sure to do. Elvis. And, That's uh, right. Oh. And I, we don't want our listeners to say, oh, they're just talking about black people are creative. No, we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, all people, we're creative. And, I, you know, we're God just gives better. us good, we're great just gifts. More <laughs> he said we're just better. Hey, Kyle, oh, you know, you, you just want to give a shout out to the Medea movies. Oh Lord! Uh, please don't get started Bone with that. Now listen, stage plays I love. I love the stage plays. I'm a sucker for the stage plays, man. Come on, don't be hating on Medea. Don't be hating on Medea. Uh, do you watch? Do you watch Tyler Perry Medea at home? No. Coon flick. It's a coon flick. Yeah. I don't watch that foolishness. Hey, but before we move on, uh, we'll, we'll save our other emails for another uh, the next episode, but. A couple things. Once you start learning this stuff about race, and you, if you're white, and you wake up and you see things how they are, um, start watching for the amount the amount of tokenism that is out there. With uh, so take a take a standard TV commercial, and it's actually kind of hilarious because you'll have like an ins- a commercial for insurance, and they'll show like white family, white family, white family, black family, white family, and you they they have to throw in the one black family. And it's it's very tokenistic. Uh, I, I have a three year old and a four year old daughter, and so we're we're big into the Disney princesses. And it's really pathetic that there's all these Disney princesses, 
and there's one black princess. They literally right. used it years ago, The Princess and the Frog, That's right. which really was a creepy movie about voodoo. Like, I don't honestly want yeah. my kids watching a movie about yep. voodoo. Which, yeah, that yeah. movie was, was scary. It was literally, very literally scary. Literally, witchcraft and demonic powers. That's what voodoo is. Yep. Uh, and, and so you have this one black princess, and the rest of them are, are all white. But then you have the token, like, Asian princess, token uh, Arabic princess, you know, mm-hmm. um, but then you, it's, but my girls who are white and have blonde hair, you know, they, they think that the, the Barbie doll, the, the, the Disney princess, they don't have to, uh, it's not like they're consciously thinking about that's the picture of what beauty is. But I want to ask you this, this is what tokenism is. Flip it the other way around and let's mm-hmm. pretend like every Disney princess was black and there was one white princess. And let's pretend that on every commercial, the actresses and actors were black. Or take the Avengers uh, Civil War movie, right? I cracked up at looking at the Avengers uh, Civil War. I guess it was Captain America Civil War. They have all these like five Avengers versus five Avengers. And what do they they do? They, they have, okay, we got the Falcon, who's our one black Avenger. So mm-hmm. let's then find uh, the Black Panther, who's a very cool superhero. But they had to bring him into that movie and introduce him. So there'd be a black guy on each side of it. And so now we're good. We got we, we're politically correct because we have <laughs> we have they had a woman on each side and they had a black hero on each side and the rest of them were white. Tokenism is flip the other way around. Let's say you had you had four black superheroes and one white superhero. What? Uh, how would America respond to that? The, the, we wouldn't respond to it. We would, listen, you would reject it. We listen, would say, oh, the, a, a lot of a lot of people. I saw the article. People were posting it like crazy on Facebook. A lot of people, a lot of white folk, was mad because they said the new Luke Cage is too listen, black. We gotta t- we gotta get into this email with with Mark because he speaks about Luke Cage. We have to do this oh, okay. email. He says, well, let, "Hey, let me say this one. Let me say this one sentence and then I'll shut up." So oh, the, the white culture would say that's a black movie that's a black show not for me right maybe that's what they're saying about luke cage but they say they'd say that avengers movie that's for black people that's not for me because there are movies like that there's a lot of black comedies like that that those are for black people but if it's the other way around if it's all white people well that's for everybody that's for everybody that's yeah you black person you can come along and watch this movie with me because it's it's for everybody that's the double standard of, <laughs> of, of anyway go ahead go ahead kyle so he says, hey, guys, this is Mark, by the way. He says, hey, guys, I talked to Kyle about the Marvel Netflix show Luke Cage on Sunday. A superhero who is a big, bulletproof black guy that resembles Kyle in a hoodie. It takes place in Harlem and often talks about how Harlem is the symbol of black culture and creativity. I finished the show yesterday and it does an amazing job of commenting on the issues you have been talking about on the show. I would love to hear a black perspective you man on what the show presents some of my favorite parts in the show are when luke gets stopped by the cops while walking down the street they tell him to turn around and he put his hood down he responds for what walking and spoilers in the last episode the crowd is cheering luke as he fights the bad guy even after he is victorious the swat style police surround him and threaten to take him down i love to hear your thoughts on the show and if black cultures handle well or if common media stereotypes are relied on Thanks and God bless, Mark. So I, All right, before I you answer, added the Kyle, Kyle part. You know, yeah. but I, before you answer, you got to choose right now between Luke Cage and Black Superman because he is done with his poop. It, it the whole building smells now, and we we do not have time for both. So we can put Luke Cage on next episode, 
or we can we can get we can tell Black Superman to go home, and we can we can have him on next episode. You're, it's up to you, Kyle. You know, man, I I think um, I think you know I I don't want to be the one to tell Black Superman to go home. To be honest, I'll, I'll tell him. I'll, I'll tell him. Yeah. Oh. I, I would say you tell him, and we can get wow. him next time. So no, go back, go back to Negrotron or wherever you're from. <laughs> <laughs> Negro Planet, where all Negro black Tron. people can thrive. So, man, Mark, I I've been watching the show, man, Luke Cage, and um, and you know what? One of the things about this show that I love, and I I don't I, honestly, it goes back to what you said, uh, Tyler. What they're talking about because you know it's a mostly black cast. I think that's the problem i think the reason why people are uncomfortable um truthfully is because of of this show um jabs at culture um at america because they're speaking about recent issues and i'm going to read you a couple of quotes that i brought just from watching episode 10 alone um episode 10 and this was said by a villain in the show by the name of diamondback he said he says black fear after abolition is how gun laws got enacted in the first place. And then there's another one uh, that comes up that really hit me was um, they were trying to find Luke Cage and the cops created a sting to harass every black and brown person in the neighborhood. The lieutenant Stop said, and frisk. Yep. Stop the, and frisk. the lieutenant said, hey, you're talking about people. These are not pests, but the actual the, the white cop or the white captain that that cor- uh, that coordinated all of this. He said, "I'm not some idiot who's afraid of blacks and some Hispanics." Mm. So I don't think the problem with that that uh, that a lot of white people are saying, "Hey, because it's a black cast." No, I think you're uncomfortable because of the things that's being said. That's mm. what it is. That's what it yeah. is because this show is is so true to culture. It it talks more about black culture than uh, than it highlights Luke Cage as a superhero. Like Luke Cage has this. What I love about him, he has this 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 thing about. He reminds me of myself. He he loves black culture. He loves black creativity. And since it's in Harlem, they talk about the Harlem Renaissance. They talk about poets. I mean, I, I think it it highlights black culture really well. And you know what? Luke Cage is actually an intelligent black man on this show, mm-hmm. and he hates ignorance. He doesn't he doesn't like when people actually use the N word. I haven't seen the show, Tyler, so I don't, I don't know if you have any. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Um, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to try to check out a couple of episodes this week. Yeah. But uh, everything I hear is good. It, 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 it From what I, I'm hearing, it, it, it kind of is like a throwback. It reminds me of the feeling I got um, just seeing the previews from New York Undercover. I remember when New York, remember New York Undercover? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. something that was like real. Yeah, it was something that was real and, and really spoke to um, urban life and the complexities, the the different layers that that go with it. Not you know, not every every black man doesn't sag his pants. That's right. Or, or just because a, a black dude says "yam san" or "you feel me," doesn't mean that they're not making a good point. Exactly. Doesn't mean that they're not intelligent just because they talk with with, with slang. 
uh, in broken uh, broken Ebonics. I speak, there's Ebonics. I think my Ebonics is even broken. Uh, just because a person speaks with, you know, broken Ebonics doesn't mean that they can't be articulate and doesn't mean that what they're saying doesn't have validity and value. So right. for everything I'm, I'm hearing, I, I want to check it out. Uh, I've just been stupid, dumb, busy the last yeah. few days. Yeah, I I'm, just too, I'm too cheap. I'm too cheap to order Netflix as well. I'm waiting for it to be on DVD at the library. Oh, in 2020. <laughs> this guy. Here, man, you well, you can just do something illegal. Just log in with my account. Do that. Hey, hey, there. There's that. Yes. <laughs> Sharing uh, care. I said hey, it. If you do illegal things, is how you go to jail. And so, if you don't want to go to jail, don't do illegal things, black man. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> You just trying to help a brother out. I plead the fifth. That was Black Superman. He got out somehow. He said that. Man, Black Superman is gonna be so angry with you guys, Tyler. I mean, I feel like I lost a piece of my soul because I was so excited to talk to Black Superman. I could smell his I mean, essence in, in the house. I can root, text him. In, root I can and text rip. Him. No man, it's too late. It's too late. I got. He, he went we back to Nicotron. Yeah, he's All gone. Right. He. he He's gonna be mad if we ever talk to him again. I hope we do. I hope. I hope we. he we, we I hope we can reconcile. I hope we can reconcile. He, he, snatched, he snatched this lady's purse uh, on his way back too. Well, it ha- yeah, it happened. Yeah. Oh, you know he's, he's had a hard life. He's I had a hard life. Week, Leave him alone. This week or next week, he's supposed to come back to my house, man. He borrowed my TV, so my you hope. Know. My he took hope. that. He took that straight to the pawn shop, man. You ain't getting that back. Yeah, my hope is that that black Superman. I hope he doesn't turn to violence. Uh, for his effort to reconcile, I hope he maybe just, you know, does more peaceful approach that we've been advocating on the show. I think he's going. I think he's going to turn into a, a cosmic Nat Turner. I hope uh, not. I hope not. I he's hope already. Not. He's already started. He he's, he said every time he see a white woman with a purse, he's snatching it. That, yeah, yeah. That sounds so, like that sounds about like him. Superman. Don't do that to me. I've been, I've been, I've been out. There, I've been blogging about Black Superman. I've been telling society we need to love him. Uh, we need to give him the gospel. Come alongside. Don't forget. White people love to come alongside. They come alongside. Yep, on my blog, talking about that. On my blog, been blogging about blogging. On my blogging blog a lot about Black Superman on my blog. White people love to say, white people love to say, white people love to say, come alongside and pour in. (laughs) You know, Kyle's been doing the the white man thing. Been loving on me. I've been loving on. Only person I love on is my wife. That's why we it got. Just, that's how it should be. That's how it should be. We 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 gotta go. This wraps up episode five of the Chopping It Up podcast. This is the longest want... one. This is a marathon right here, baby. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got to be the, the worst one too, especially with. Uh, he always gotta say us. something negative about our podcast. Always. You said low low expectations. It's self deprecating. People like that. People are like, oh, you're not so bad. You're not so bad <laughs> here. Uh, so we want you to follow us on iTunes and Podbean you can you can leave us uh, wonderful reviews about our show Um, five star reviews only make sure you rate it make sure you rate it on iTunes so we can get that rating up rate it on iTunes because we want to get some sponsors uh, that 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 we then can um, make sure we don't talk about anything we don't want to talk about any injustices, and they would drop us like they did uh, Brandon Marshall. So we right. we got to start first with getting the sponsors. And you can email the show, choppingituppodcast at gmail.com. 
and we're pretty desperate for emails. Let's be honest. So right. whatever you send us, we'll probably read it, right? We'll read it. <laughs> we'll read it. Uh, so uh, that I think I think that wraps things up from here. Uh, uh, this, this is uh, Tyler oh. Stakes there. Oh. <laughs> And and there is Noah's racist. And, and my name is again. my name is my name is Noah Filipiak. And uh, how's it going? Re- read read my blog hey, so I can come alongside you. Hey Kyle, I'm like, putting on some weight, man. Gotta do some, like you gotta do some exercise, man. In a helium balloon, he's like this one of the chipmunks. All white men sound like that. I went to the gym with Noah yesterday. I felt like I was working out with Captain Planet. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like Captain Planet. He kind of do. The, the green hair and like the light blue skin. <laughs> Other than that, you wear them little tights. You wear them little tights. I do. Uh, I look good in tights. I look good in tights. Not really. Spandex, baby. You look white in tights. <laughs> All spandex. Yeah. Peter Pan. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Don't be hating on a white man like that. Peter Pan. It was another good white Disney character. Don't be. Peter hating Pan on was a white guy. <laughs> Uh, Right, who was really 90 years old but stayed in Neverland to be with some underage kids that he stole from their homes. White R. Kelly. He sounds like Michael Jackson. It's the white R. Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there goes all those sponsors, man. We had them. No, we still got Leo's Liquor Store on 7 Mile in the Shack for shout-outs to y'all. Buy one for the ounce to get the other one free. All right, end this train wreck. Goodbye.